welcome back to another episode of the Deep Roots at Home podcast. Today we're going to be talking about how to store rice for 20 plus years using mylar versus jars. We're going to talk about cooking without power. We're going to talk about 22 foods you want to have on hand in time of crisis. So stay tuned. Rice is a great emergency food, but it is going up fast in price. Stored properly, it lasts for over 20 years without refrigeration or freezing. Historically, a huge part of being a keeper at home has been putting up food for winter months, for lean times, and for various disasters. White, white, white rice. White rice is an important long-term storage food, but you can't buy a bag from the store, toss it in the pantry, and expect it to keep well. This will cover methods to store rice long-term, which type of rice to store, and answers to some frequent storage questions. Especially if purchased in bulk, rice is inexpensive and it incorporates beautifully into many recipes. With the more recent trend towards reduced carb diets, rice has gotten a bum rap, but it's fed people around the world for at least 6,000 years. Rice is naturally gluten-free and anti-inflammatory, plus it's a very low allergen and contains all eight essential amino acids. It has complex carbohydrates, protein, and vitamins, including niacin, vitamin B6, manganese, zinc, iron, phosphorus, copper, and magnesium. When you cook rice and cool it, it gets higher in resistant starch. Resistant starch can help with weight loss and benefit heart health. It can also improve blood sugar management, insulin sensitivity, and digestive health. So just cook the rice, let it cool, and then reheat the rice before serving. White and wild rice can last with nutrients intact over 30 years if stored correctly. Black, brown, and purple rice, yes, there's purple rice, have higher levels of nutrients, but will last only 18 months to two years before the oil in the hull makes them prone to rancidity. I would keep eating brown rice pre-soaked for seven hours and store up the white rice for emergency usage when proper storage is critical. White rice does not need pre-soaking. For best storage quality, you need to consider four things. One, cool temperature. Two, oxygen, which can equal oxidation and spoilage. Three, moisture which can equate to mold under the right conditions, and four, bugs, mainly weevils. Avoid temperature swings in nearby heat sources such as a stove or heater. The cool temperature of a basement or root cellar work well. Avoid a freeze-thaw cycle. Rice stored at a constant 70 degrees Fahrenheit or 21 degrees Celsius will last at least 10 years, but the best storage system is below 40 degrees Fahrenheit or minus 5 Celsius. Vacuum seal rice or use oxygen absorbers. Oxygen equals oxidation or spoilage. Freeze rice for three days to kill any pests or vacuum seal it in an oxygen-free container. Two weeks without oxygen should kill all bugs and eggs. Insect and rodent-proof containers are a must. Rice weevils are the insects of concern. Here's what you're going to need. Mylar bags that are between 5 millimeter and 7 millimeter thick. Don't use thin mylar, which easily punctures or the coating wears off and lets in light. Oxygen absorbers, Sharpie markers, a five food grade buckets with lids 
or other rodent-proof containers, a kitchen scale that can measure 20 pounds, and a mylar bag sealer. I've read that you can cut a five-gallon mylar bag in half and use it to hold 10 pounds of rice. If you use one five-gallon bag per bucket, it can hold 30 to 35 pounds of rice. If you use one-gallon bags, you will only be able to fit four into a five-gallon bucket. First, label the mylar bags and the bucket with the date and contents. I use masking tape on the bucket and write on the tape. Here are the O2 absorber requirements. Each mylar bag needs at least the following. For a five-gallon mylar bag, it needs to be 2,000 cc O2 absorber. One-gallon mylar bag equals 300 cc O2 absorber. And a one-quart mylar bag or mason jar is 100 cc or O2 absorber. Don't use less than the recommended amount or they may not remove all the oxygen. Purchase O2 absorbers in small packs of 10 or 20 and do not open the package of absorbers until the food is ready to be sealed. Only open what you need and then seal leftover absorbers in a small airtight container. You can use a clothes iron or hair straightening iron to seal mylar bags. When you go to the website, Jackie has put all of these links of where you can purchase these handheld sealers or the impulse sealer for 8 inch or 12 inch. To store rice long term in a ball or mason glass jar, you want to place the rice into the jar and then vacuum seal the jar or add an oxygen absorber. Use a 100cc O2 absorber per quart. Screw on the ring for extra protection, date, and label the jar. If you have an open container of rice in the pantry, you can add bay leaves to the rice to help deter pantry pests. When we come back, we're going to talk about how much rice you should store. When it comes to vaccines, most mothers and fathers want to know facts, not others' opinions. Jackie wished she had known more facts when she went in for her first well baby visit. Because Jackie strongly promotes parental choice, she felt led to write a short treatise with personal facts. This vaccination ebook is pretty concise to allow you, the parent, to read, research into the studies she shares, and come up with your own decisions. Jackie's sincere desire is that you and your children thrive, and so she presents to you the vaccination ebook free of charge. Simply go to deeprootsathome.com forward slash vital dash info dash ebook forward slash. That's deeprootsathome.com forward slash vital dash info dash ebook forward slash. You might be asking how much rice should I store? FEMA recommends a very minimum of 72 hours of food in your home for all family members. I recommend at least a one month supply of food due to the current situation. A lot more if you have time and room. A good stock of food will get used and will be a blessing. In a moment, we're going to talk about 22 foods you want on hand in time of crisis. And remember, water is your number one need. But buy in bulk to save money. Many ethnic grocery stores sell bulk rice. Buying local saves too and helps the local economy. Also, check out Azure Standard, Mountain High Organics, and Web Restaurant Store. So let's talk about why Mylar. You can reuse Mylar, but of course the bag will be slightly smaller each time. Mylar is great for camping and travel, and it's impact resistant. Rice can absorb moisture and smells. Mylar keeps out light, moisture, and air, ensuring no oxidation. 
Why not store it in the freezer? Well, you can, but rice doesn't need to be frozen. If it's in a sealed container, it will last indefinitely. Plus, if you lose power, your freezer will thaw. How to cook rice without power. Make sure you have a way to cook it if the power is out. You'll need clean water to boil or steam the rice. Remember, one cup dry rice is three cups cooked rice. To cook over a campfire or small emergency stove, first rinse your rice well in a strainer. Letting water wash the grains will remove some free starch, dust, and dirt. Add two cups of water for each cup of rice to a pot. Add them at the same time. Thirdly, boil the water and the rice. Add a pinch of salt. Do not stir the rice or it will get sticky. Did you ever wonder what uh, the secret was for sticky rice? Well, there you go. Fourthly, once it is boiling, turn down to simmer and cover. Let it simmer without stirring or peaking for about 18 minutes. Sixthly, turn off the heat and let it rest another 10 minutes. Fluff with a fork and serve. Brown rice has more arsenic than white rice, on average 80% more. This is because the arsenic is concentrated in bran and germ. Since the arsenic is bound to the bran, not much is absorbed into the body. Rice grown in different places has different arsenic levels. Some of the lowest that are found is the white basmati rice from California, India, and Pakistan, and the sushi rice grown in the U.S. That grown in Arkansas, Louisiana, and Texas, except sushi rice, has some of the highest levels of arsenic. Science Direct outlines a method of cooking to reduce arsenic while preserving the nutrients. This is called parboiling with absorption method, or PBA. You add fresh water, four cups for every cup of raw rice, and boil. You add the rice and boil for another five minutes. Then you discard the water that has the arsenic in it. Then you add fresh water, for example, two cups for each cup of raw rice. And then you cook the rice with low to medium heat with the lid on until the water is absorbed. This is highly effective for removing inorganic arsenic from brown rice and white rice. It's safer for preparing rice for infants and children as the margin of exposure is increased to desired levels. And it reduces nutrient element losses and is home friendly, saving time, water, and energy. When we come back, we're gonna talk about 22 foods you wanna have on hand in a time of crisis. It's no secret that Jackie absolutely loves TRS. Here is another fantastic testimony. Our three-year-old has been so much more affectionate and loving. She's autistic and has sensory issues, so her tendency has always been to go off by herself to play, and she would actively avoid social and physical contact. Being incredibly sensitive can be so isolating. I'm delighted to report that after six months of TRS, she's so much more sociable and affectionate. It's astounding. She initiates cuddles, welcomes kisses, hugs her big sister, likes hanging out with her little brother, asks grandma to pick her up, and makes sure she's in the company of family regardless of what she's doing. She wakes up every morning with a huge grin, ready to have fun and play. We are so grateful to see our little girl blossoming and joining the world, wanting connection and affection, making eye contact and sharing laughter. Thank you, TRS. For more information, please go to www.deeprootsathomes.com forward slash TRS. That's deeprootsathome.com forward slash TRS.
Most of the foods you buy in the grocery are packed with the idea that you will be using it within a relatively short period of time, like a couple of months. What you really need to store are true staple foods. You can make a fairly nutritious diet out of grains, beans, and canned goods. Properly packaged for storage, these foods will keep for years and still be as tasty and nutritious as they were the day you bought them. Since there's no way of knowing for sure what type of disaster is likely to strike, base your purchases on the assumption that few foods will be available. That may require eating things your family isn't used to eating. Nevertheless, eating strange food is better than not eating anything at all. It's important to note that all of these foods will have an increased lifespan when kept in a cool, dry space. So let's, before we begin with these uh, 22 foods that you want to have on hand in a time of crisis, it's important to note that uh, don't forget to make provision for water available without electricity, because of course, water is most important. But here's Jackie's list of foods that you should stockpile to get your family through a crisis. Number one, whole grains. Flour does not store well, but whole grains do. If you have whole grains and a grain mill, you can make your own bread, pancakes, and other baked goods. Rice. We've already talked about rice and how white rice stores very well, far longer than brown rice. Buy whole grain rice, not quick rice, due to very limited shelf life. Combine beans and rice for a budget-friendly, complete amino acid profile. Number three, beans. Dried and canned beans of all types store incredibly well for long periods of time. They are easy to cook, nutritious, and one of the few non-meat sources of protein around. For older beans, use a few pinches of baking soda, which is a natural tenderizer. Fourthly, pasta. This stores almost forever well when kept away from moisture and packaged to keep out bugs. You can make a lot of different dishes with pasta, from Italian foods to casseroles. We prefer the amazing Tinkyada gluten-free brown rice noodles, which cook up without mushiness. Number five, canned meat. You can buy chicken, tuna, salmon, and other meat products, which are canned. Spam, a joke to many people, is a budget-friendly meat product that could keep you alive. Meat will be the hardest type of food to find during a crisis, so stock up well. Beef or turkey jerky. Dried meat, whether jerky or dehydrated meat, is great for long-term storage. If you make your own jerky, be sure to trim off all fat and salt it heavily for preservation. When it's time to use it, you can reconstitute the jerky in soups. It will absorb the water, flavoring it at the same time. Be a label reader, though, watching for hidden MSG. 7. Summer sausage. Summer sausage, like many cured meat products, which we call lunch meat, is created to keep for a long time. Typically, it is vacuum-packed as well, making it ideal for long-term storage. During survival time, it can be eaten plain or cut up to be in soups and casseroles. Number eight, cheese, another great source of protein. To store cheese, it needs to be triple dipped in wax, making an airtight seal around the cheese. In this form, it can be kept without refrigeration for years. Even if cheese forms mold, it will only be on the surface. Simply cut that part off and the rest of the cheese is still good. Number nine, canned vegetables and fruit. These provide essential vitamins and keep for a long time. Don't throw the packing water away, as it will contain vitamins as well. Instead, use it for making soup stock. Number 10, spaghetti sauce. Try to buy in glass instead of cans, as tomatoes are acidic and can leach toxins from cans. With versatile spaghetti sauce and pasta, you've got the start of a meal. Add what you want to finish it out.
11. Oatmeal. Don't buy the sugary, individually packed varieties, but the old-fashioned rolled oats. It will keep for a long time. Soak overnight before cooking to draw out the phytic acid. 12. Salt. Salt is essential for survival. It's also the main need ingredient for many types of food preservation, especially for preserving meats if your freezer goes down. With a good stockpile of salt, you can make cured meats, salt fish, and smoked meats as well. You will also need food-grade pails in which to salt your meat. 13. Powdered milk or canned coconut milk. When you don't have any access to other milk, it is wonderful. We've decided, though, that canned coconut cream is a better option due to the nutritional medicinal profile of coconut. 14. Raw honey. While sugar keeps indefinitely, honey will keep forever. It's also an amazing preservative, a powerful medicinal, and valuable for wound healing. You can't beat nature's methods for making things that are both good and good for you. This cannot be said of most store-bought honey. Raw nuts and seeds. These are a nutrient-dense source of good fats and proteins. Nuts, think whole almonds, walnuts, etc., freeze beautifully until you need them. Preventing rancidity. Save your pumpkin and squash seeds. Number 16, sugar. And yes, while most mothers try and keep their kids from eating too much sugar, it is an essential ingredient in making jams and jellies, preserving fruit and baking. Sugar will keep pretty much indefinitely if stored properly. Keep enclosed against ants and other critters. 17. Spices. Spices such as garlic, turmeric, cinnamon, black pepper, and cayenne are amazing for health. Spices also allow you to mask flavors or add flavors to things that are too bland. Kept cool, they will last practically forever. 18. Baking essentials. If you don't bake your own bread, find and copy a good basic recipe. Make sure you have a stock of baking powder, baking soda, and dry packaged yeast on hand. 19. Peanut butter. A pure comfort food, but high in fat and protein. 20. Dried fruit. Properly dried and packaged, it stores well for several years. 21. High quality oil. Think coconut oil, which keeps for years. Extra virgin olive oil stores for a long time if refrigerated. I simply do not use the highly processed GMO oils like canola, corn, or vegetable oil. 22. Coffee and tea. Stopping coffee cold turkey will cause migraines for most, so have some to slowly wean if coffee is not going to be available. Herbal teas, on the other hand, are often medicinal and having them on hand for a variety of needs is wise. Be aware of tea brands that have chemical additives. Fresh pine needle tea and dandelion tea are widely available and help block the spike protein. Fresh pine needle tea and dandelion tea are widely available and help block the spike protein. If this seems daunting, start slowly and make a spreadsheet of your needs, determining what is most important for your family. Be a label reader and refrain from stocking up on foods that have disruptive additives. It will help you and your children feel your best during a stressful time. Dear Elizabeth Elliot used to quote this, Many a questioning, many a fear, many a doubt hath its quieting here. Moment by moment, let down from heaven. Time, opportunity, guidance are given. Fear not tomorrow, child of the King. Trust that with Jesus, do the next thing. Do it immediately, do it with prayer. Do it reliantly, casting all care. Do it with reverence, tracing his hand. 
who placed it before thee with earnest command. Stayed on omnipotence, safe neath his wing. Leave all resultings, do the next thing. And James 1.5 says, Now if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God, who gives generously to all, without finding fault, and it will be given him. Philippians 4.6 says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your requests to God. And finally, Proverbs 31.14-15, She is like the ships of the merchant. She brings her food from afar. She rises while it is yet night and provides food for her household and portions for her maidens. Thanks for joining us on the Deep Roots at Home podcast. We pray it has encouraged you in your walk with the Lord and as you serve your family. Could you do us a favor? If this has blessed you, could you help us spread the word by liking and sharing this podcast with your friends? And don't forget, we have lots of great links in the show notes that go along with today's podcast. See you next time. Thank you.